This is Laundry with Lila with your host, Laura, the podcast that's delivering you your weekly dose of girl chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Laundry with Lila. My next podcast guest is someone that is very dear to me as she had such a positive impact to my life and played such a massive role in the birth of our son. And that is, of course, my hypnobirthing teacher, Helen. Not only was she my hypnobirthing teacher, but she is also the founder of Positive Births and a published author of the book Positive Births in New Zealand, using relaxation, hypnobirthing and mindfulness. Helen has been teaching hypnobirthing since 2007 and has taught over a thousand different parents. This makes her one of the most experienced instructors in New Zealand. She's also a mum herself to three children, two of which she had a hypnobirthing experience with. It was an absolute joy and pleasure having Helen on the podcast with me, so I really hope you enjoy our chat. Helen, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today over a lovely coffee, my third for the day, and I know you're only on number one. (laughs) It's an absolute privilege to have you. Um, You were such a huge part of my life, Um, well, I think you were, and such a huge part of um, my amazing birth that people have heard about, and a lot of people touched base and said they want to know more, so welcome. Thank you so much, and thank you for thinking of me, and it's a privilege for me to be here too. Oh, lovely. Well, firstly, tell tell us about yourself, Helen. Who are you? What makes you you? Where have you come from? Tell us everything. <laughs> that is a loaded question, actually. <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> I have got it kind of on point. So I'm Helen. I guess, firstly, I'm a mum of three kids. Um, and they're growing up now because my oldest is 20, so she just turned 20 a uh, couple of weeks ago, which makes me feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> I get um, Next one's 16 and the youngest one's 12. So um, I'm a mum. I'm also a hypnotherapist, and um, my passion has been over the last 15 years teaching an amazing program called Hypnobirthing. And I think that's what we're going to talk about most today. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Okay. What makes me me, and I must say, I've been on a, I've I've been on an incredible journey over the past probably 20 years. So going back 20 years before I had my first baby, I was just, um, oh, I've done heaps of traveling. I've worked Mm -hmm. in a few different industries. Um, I was, you know, living the party life. Uh, I was having a great time. I was fully immersed in the corporate world, so I worked in marketing and lived right in the city and uh, then got pregnant with baby number one and things kind of changed a little bit there. And um, it was really after the second baby that I kind of moved out of the corporate world and um, I had I was introduced to this concept of hypnobirthing in my second pregnancy which led me to think, oh, this might be a good thing to do, to share, to teach. Mm-hmm. So um, over the past 20 years, I've probably completely changed who I am and what makes me tick. Yeah. And um, I have really gone on an amazing journey in terms of what I've learned about the wider world, what I've learned about um, 
you know, and it's been a lot from the people I've taught. They've, they've pointed me in directions of reading different books about the mind-body connection, about hypnosis, which has very quickly led into spirituality and all sorts of woo-woo ideas. <laughs> and I'm very open person, open to all sorts of different ideas and concepts. The last two years has been absolutely fascinating mm-hmm. seeing uh, what's happened in the world, what's happening, what's evolving, what's changing mm-hmm. um, in the world. And so, yeah, my life is very different now than it was um, 20 years ago. And so I really I really love the type of work I do because um, I meet so many interesting people, which kind of leads me, keeps leading me on a journey of discovering more and more about um, life, mm-hmm. what is beyond this life consciousness Mm -hmm. um all that kind of stuff oh my gosh i've got goosebumps i just (laughs) absolutely love this and for a lot of people i think they hear hypnobirthing and they think it's this big woo woo like you know we're all naked and dancing around (laughs) something but it's so not like that it's so go oh it's a bit alternative but actually it's not at all it's really practical really it is. good stuff it is so tell us and about your take on what hypnobirthing is then okay so what hypnobirthing is how i would describe it to somebody who didn't know what it was i would just say it's a specialized antenatal course mm-hmm. and it's a specialized course which teaches pregnant couples practical tools and techniques and that involves relaxation that involves breathing it involves visualization it involves taking on board positive information to get you into a positive mindset it involves teaching um, birth partners practical things that they can do and it's all about helping couples and especially mums to have a calm and relaxed and positive and empowering birth experience. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's so beautiful. And like I said, it's not this big woo-woo idea that a lot of people do think it is. It is very, as you said, practical. Yeah, it's kind of rooted in, a, in science. It's rooted in, in really practical stuff. And it's, it is interesting because I will get some people come along and thought, oh, I thought this was going to be an alternative, but actually it's just common sense and it really makes sense. So for anyone who's skeptical and, um, you know, there's been over the years I've met a lot of, a lot of the dads to me have kind of, you know, admitted, yes, they've been dragged along to this stuff that sounds like it's going to be a bit weird, but they come up to me after the first session and say, hey, that actually really makes sense, and that was really cool, and I really, really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I know for, for, for us, my husband, he he just could not believe, especially because he's done, he's done both, obviously, hypnobirthing with me and then non-hypnobirthing with his previous partner, and he just could not believe the difference in the two you know and it is such a it can be such a big difference yeah well uh, yeah there's a different take on um so when an antenatal class they give you a lot of information mm-hmm. in hypnobirthing yes we're giving you information but we're really um, focusing on a positive slant on it to teach you that really when it comes down to it you have everything you need within you to be able to do this we just got to help you uncover um, what it is. I mean, because instinctively we know how to birth a baby, but all too often it's the mind that gets in the way and everyone else's stories and how we've been pre-programmed through mm-hmm. life to think about birth. But at the end of the day, you all have, you know, we all have it within us to be mm-hmm. able to do this. So let's find the tools and techniques to help mums and dads 
to go on this journey and we don't know what the journey is going to, to hold for us because we don't know how it's going to be at the end of the pregnancy or birth or, or what's what curveballs are going to come our way but sure. everything that um, I teach in the course is useful regardless of what plays out in the birth and right that's what I that's what I really like about it mm-hmm. is that it's all relevant stuff and I guess touching on that because sometimes you know emergencies happen things happen where we someone can't give birth naturally um you know vaginally I should say um so they do have to have those c-section options so do you feel that hypnobirthing is still so beneficial in those instances absolutely yeah definitely um first up for couples that do the course, they usually find that it really helps through their pregnancy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've had so many mums um, say to me, oh, I'm sleeping so much better now that I've started listening to the relaxation exercises mm-hmm. or now that we've done the course. Uh, it's helping them through their pregnancy, but it's also really beneficial for baby. It, um, I, can't, I think we kind of underestimate how beneficial our state of mind and our state of relaxation is for baby who is growing and developing in the womb. So it's really helpful in pregnancy. And then, yeah, absolutely in birth, no matter what type of birth it is. Now, I have, I'm a collector of positive birth stories, and I'm a collector and a sharer of positive birth stories. And... Um, I have such a variety of stories, and that will include parents who are planning a C-section, parents who didn't plan to have a C-section, you know, um, and all sorts of variables within that. And you know what they they always say: I'm so glad I had these techniques to use to prepare to go, you know, as if they were starting label, or even if they were going in for a scheduled C-section, because we know that we're going into um, a situation that we haven't encountered before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there can be a little bit of nervousness, tension, worry, and the breathing, the relaxation was really helpful before that procedure and during that procedure. And of course, afterwards, mm-hmm. because you don't stop using the techniques. Well, I hope people don't stop using the techniques after baby arrives. Mm-hmm. Because of course, then um, we're on a whole different trajectory and a whole different journey with baby. And of course, everything that you learn in the For sure. <laughs> and, so, all, and then we've got life, you know, constantly. So all the tools are transferable into life. So to answer your question, yes, any type of birth and yes for a C-section and yes for any situation. Absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. I know that when I came to, to you and I, when I found out I was pregnant, I was really worried, I guess, because how am I going to push baby out of my vagina? And I was so scared and you see all these movies of these big births and they're screaming in pain and I thought my god I how am I going to be able to do that you know without any drugs um yeah so you definitely changed my changed my thinking completely when it comes to that kind of thing and how birth should be and how birth can be yeah and it's not how it should be but how it can be and I think with so many of us we've seen those movies 
we've seen, you know, mainstream media will really only portray birth in one way, and that's dramatic because mm -hmm. drama sells. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting for us to start to think, ah, okay, so what have I taken on board about birth? The little snippets of information that we as females have subconsciously gathered mm -hmm. along the way because. You know, we might be watching a TV show, you know, at age 10 and, you know, the mum goes off to have a baby and it's probably a high drama and it might be three seconds of, of, of drama. But at that age, we might subconsciously just take on board that little idea. We file it away for later. Mm -hmm. We start, we've got a program running in us in our subconscious about birth. And we're just subconsciously collecting this information. We hear our mum make a statement. We hear some friends talk about birth or, you know, all sorts of things. And we just kind of, without even realizing, taking on board this programming, um, the media, Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, every every celebrity that has a baby, if they make it onto the front cover of a magazine, it's usually dashed to the delivery room or, mm -hmm. or a delivery drama or something like that. And we just kind of almost end up getting programmed that birth has to be this very dramatic event that, um, you know, could be really horrible. Mm -hmm. And yet it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. And it's a case of actually um, finding the information, finding the stories, finding the beautiful births that are out there and helping that to change our perception. When we change our perception, when we start to change our thoughts and we change the way that we look at birth, then it becomes a possibility that birth can be different. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. can be calm. Mm -hmm. It can be peaceful. It can be empowering. And it's not to say that it's not going to be powerful, intense, strong, um, but it can be an incredible and amazing experience for a lot of women. Yeah, and I think your work is just so, so important and you're bringing these positive stories and, you know, the beautiful book that you've written, it, it, it just shows that it's out there. It's not this it's not this small collective of people that do hypnobirthing, it's worldwide, you know, and one of the great things I remember you mentioning in your class is going back to the animal instincts and watching a mother give birth or a cat um give birth and how they are we should take that on yeah well i mean yeah animals have a huge advantage when it comes to birth and that is they only have their instincts mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they don't have the mind that mm -hmm. gets in the way mm -hmm. and they haven't listened to other people's stories and they haven't watched tv and they haven't you know read all this stuff they really, um, an animal left to their own devices will take themselves somewhere safe. Yeah. Somewhere where they feel safe and protected and allow the process to happen. And that's what we really need to do. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a huge thing. We need to make sure that we are feeling safe, mm -hmm. we're feeling supported, mm -hmm. that we're feeling loved mm -hmm. to allow the hormones um, to flow. And when we find ourselves in a space where we're supported, we're safe, we are loved, we feel um, uninhibited, um, and, you know, we can do our thing, then it all just helps things to flow so much, so much nicer. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that hypnobirthing can, because you hear obviously these massive long births of 24 hours, 48 hours, those kinds of things, do you feel that hypnobirthing can help with that process and shorten the birth time? Statistically, when you look at statistics and they've done studies on it, yes, they say that it does shorten labour. Um, 
I, I would say to anyone, you know, you can't, you can't um, predict what your labour is going to be like. And some mums will naturally have a slow start to labour, and some mums will have on, will be start, stop, etc. And some mums are just going to go through that early phase of labour for a long time. But when it comes down to the maths, yes, they've proven that hypnobirthing will help to shorten the labour. And that's mainly due to the fact that the mums are using stuff, they're using breathing, they're in a positive mindset, they're being relaxed, they're not actually hindering the process, they're working with the body Mm -hmm. rather than um, tensing up and um, resisting what's happening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely um, can shorten and I definitely found that with with my labor in total I think it was 12 hours in total but my um my actual like the once I was in the hospital the active labor part 30 minutes a pushing phase yeah it was and you hear about these women that just they're pushing and pushing trying to get their baby out for hours and their body just gives up because they've just been doing it for so long and I feel so grateful that I only did it for that that short period of time and I had so much energy to be able to do that because my labour, I thought, had been quite short and compared to most. Yeah, Um, and some mums are going to be in that phase for two, two and a half hours. Um, But yeah, and some mums, and I've got some lovely stories of mums who have babies come out in four surges, four contractions. Oh my gosh. I just have to tell you about this amazing mum. Um, that I spoke to last week, who um, they didn't know the baby was breech. Mm. And it's not very often that a midwife wouldn't pick up the baby's breech, but it does happen sometimes. And she ended up birthing baby at home, and um, they called the midwife um, and said, you know, oh, look, we can feel baby's head. So baby was just about out. The midwife said, I'm going to be 20 minutes away. Call the, call the ambulance. The paramedics came, they were very quietly in the background. Midwife walked in, she goes, oh, look at the bum. We can see a bum coming out. Three surges or three contractions later, they had a baby. Oh, my goodness. Just absolutely smooth, easy. And so, you know, it's a story that's coming out soon on my podcast. (laughs) And I spoke to both, um, you know, um, both Jade and Justin about it, get their perspective, and they're just like, you know, they're just over the moon. It was just so smooth and easy. But what a surprise. For sure. <laughs> and but that can happen in yeah. terms of, I've, I had a, have another story from a lady I spoke to a few weeks ago, four surges at home, you know, so it doesn't have to always be long. Mm-hmm. But some mums, you know, I was one of them, two mm-hmm. and a half hours, well, mm-hmm. for my first, first baby, you mm-hmm. know, coming down through the birth path. And mm-hmm. that, that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Because usually when you're in a relaxed state, when you're in a calm state, when you're working with your body, time passes differently. Yeah. So for the partners, they feel like it's ages, but for the mums actually doing the birthing, it doesn't feel that long. Right. Touching on partners there, obviously partners generally come along to your classes. How do you feel that hypnobirthing benefits them as well? Yeah, it's definitely, it's a program that's designed for couples to do together. Mm-hmm. So wherever possible, great for birth support people to come along. And that might be, um, you know, um, partners as in husband and wife, but it might be same-sex couple sometimes. And it might be a mum with her sister or a mum, uh, you know, a mum to be with her own mum. Mm-hmm. So generally um, great to have a birth support there because we teach 
the birth support people lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the first one really is helping them to be um, calm and relaxed mm-hmm. because the best type of birth support person is one who is calm and relaxed and on the same page as what you know as as their partner so they know exactly what the partner is is their partner is trying to achieve and getting into the same mindset as her and then I always share with the um the partners they can learn all the stuff for themselves to use in their own life but yes we do um give them specific tools so that they can be quite busy if they want to be mm-hmm. in um in the labor process with mm-hmm. things that they can be doing and also for them to be able to be aware of how she's feeling through the labor of birth, because there's certain techniques that if she's bearing on um, getting a little bit tense, a little bit nervous, or if there's any fear creeping in, there's the specific techniques to help um, that birth support person can come in and help that birthing mum get back on track, shall mm-hmm. we say, um, become more relaxed, go deeper into relaxation, or just feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, definitely, it, it's a couple's it's a couple's experience. For sure. Yeah. And when when do you think's the best time for, if people are obviously interested, when's the best time? Like as soon as I get pregnant, two weeks before pregnancy, at birth, when's, when's the best time in your in mind? Um, ideally at the beginning of the second trimester, mm-hmm. ideally. So mm-hmm. in the ideal world, um, you, would, you would find out about hypnobirthing before you're pregnant or during early pregnancy. Now, I do meet uh, couples who don't even hear about hypnobirthing until they're 30, 32 weeks, mm-hmm. and it's never too late. I remember teaching one mum a week before she birthed and gave her everything she needed to know, and she said it was amazing. But wherever possible, I'd always say do it sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18 weeks, 25 weeks, that's mm-hmm. You know, between that's a really great time to start if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can't until later, it's never not worth, uh, you know, it's you don't want to miss out on it. So mm-hmm. even if you come to the party at 34, 35 weeks, it's still, there's a lot that you can cover. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot that you can take on board. There's a lot that you can change for yourself in, in those few weeks before you have your baby. Sure. And I guess that comes down to what you've said before It is you're preparing for that birth, right? So the longer you kind of have there, the more techniques you can learn, the more things you can do. I know for myself, you know, I printed affirmations and put them all over the house and listen to my hypnobirthing tracks every night and read the book three times and (laughs) like all those things, all in preparation of the birth. Yeah, and it's all that stuff that you do through your pregnancy that actually pays off because then it becomes second nature. So the stuff that you're listening to, the stuff that you're reading, the the mindset that you're in, it's actually um, sinking into your subconscious. Mm -hmm. And what is ever in your subconscious is like a program that's going to automatically run. Um, You could also look at it as creating, um, it's wiring your brain the right way as well. Mm -hmm. And um, so it doesn't matter how you look at it, but what happens is then when you get into the birth, all of these things, this relaxation, this breathing, that information you've taken on board, the affirmations, all of that, it becomes, it's right there for you. It's embedded in, you know, in your bloodstream. It's mm-hmm. there for you. It comes up automatically mm-hmm. in your labor and birth. So it's that practice that often really pays off. Mm-hmm. And women don't actually really realize this until after they've had their baby that the practice was working for them yeah but you see the practice is also working for them on another level as well and that is if they're calm and relaxed through their pregnancy 
it's so beneficial for them, it's so beneficial for baby, they're actually also teaching baby that life can be calm and relaxed. Mm -hmm. And we all want a calm, relaxed, happy baby. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to guarantee that that's exactly what you're going to (laughs) get, but if a mum is calm and relaxed, she's passing on that energy, um, that work state of being to her baby, and the more that we can relax in pregnancy, the more our babies are relaxed, the more likely they come out into the world chilled, mm-hmm, calm, mm-hmm. And happy. And that makes for a much nicer start to life when we're chilled and calm and happy. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And I definitely 100% believe that my son is the most relaxed, happy, chilled baby. Even when he was a newborn, we were, we were so lucky with you know, with, with what we got, you know, he was so be- beautiful and calm and um, didn't get sick, thank goodness, and all those things. And I feel like it's definitely due to hypnobirthing. It was a massive, massive factor. Yeah, and due to you, because yeah. if you are calm and relaxed and chilled, mm-hmm. and, and let's face it, not everyone has the ability to naturally be chilled, calm and relaxed. And so many of um, the couples I teach will say to me, you know, I have anxiety. Mm -hmm. I've dealt with it for many years. I'm quite a tense person. I'm quite a nervous person. Um, And they'll say that. And that's not to say that they can't fully enjoy all of these techniques and help make a difference to themselves and their babies. Mm -hmm. So we don't, you know, we're not all naturally calm, chilled out people, but using these techniques, when we notice we've got that anxiety rising, Mm -hmm. when we notice that, oh, I'm feeling tense about this, I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed, all of that stuff, well, then if you've learned breathing techniques and relaxation techniques to be able to kick in, then you could just go through that and help yourself to unwind and to feel better and knowing that all of that is going to be passed on to baby. Um, you know, don't beat yourself up if you've got anxiety. Don't beat yourself up if you're feeling tense or nervous or whatever. Know that if you've got some tools to help, then, you know, yes, it's okay to be tense and nervous sometimes, but if we can start to unwind, we can start to relax, it's it's so much better for us, but it's also really good for baby too. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, a lot of mums do say, I do hear from a lot of mums saying, just like yours, your, um, your little boy, um, yeah, he... They were chilled out, they were calm, they were happy, and it's, it's a nice way to start life, eh? Mm, for sure, definitely. And so for someone that's wanting to do your course, how long was your course? What's the general process? I know you've got a few options under your belt now for people, um, yeah. but what's the, what's normally ha- how it is? Yeah. So the full course, the best course, the one that I would highly recommend is always the best option is the 12-hour course, mm-hmm. and that can be held, um, so I teach I teach live in person in a couple of venues in Auckland, so in central Auckland and on the North Shore and a little bit further north, um, up Hawkworth, Silverdale Way sometimes as well, um, and those courses are held live over a time period of 12 hours, and whether that's over five weeks of two-and-a-half-hour sessions or whether that's over three Sunday afternoon sessions. That's how I would run those. I also run courses online. So I'll run the five week, you know, five weeks of two and a half hour sessions. I run those online so that anyone in the country mm-hmm. can join those or anyone anywhere in the world literally can join those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have some recorded online options uh, on my website. So people, if people don't have the time, 
Mm-hmm. Or they're just like, I want a little bit of stuff, but I don't want a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Or I just, I can't make it to live courses. Um, so they can go onto my website and they can download a four-hour course, which covers quite a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and a two-hour course, which is gives them a kind of, I call that a short and sweet. Mm-hmm. It's short to the point. And also, there are obviously different price price ranges as well because, uh, you know, some people just need a little bit and they just want to spend a little bit. And other people write, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it really properly. I'm going to go in for the whole hog. And most, you know, the feedback I, feedback I get often is what, what a great investment, such a great investment in, you know, this time in our lives. And when you think about it, when both you, your partner and your baby are benefiting from it, it's an absolute steal. Absolutely. And that's where that was one of my concerns when I first started looking at options. You've got, if you want to do your antenatal classes and you want to do them, the good ones, they cost like $400. And then I was like, oh my gosh, and hypnobirthing. And then you're buying all the things and it can get quite costly, right? So it's great that, but I 100% think that your course was the best thing I could have ever done. And it is the biggest investment that, yeah, the best investment that I made. Um, and I'm so glad I chose your course over the antenatal classes because I feel like I've learned so much, so much more. And as you said, it goes into your everyday life, not just birth and pregnancy. Yeah, no, I'm glad that you enjoyed that. And I do hear those kinds of comments quite a lot because, you know, the investment in this, this it's such a transformative time in our lives. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on and... If we can learn some skills to help navigate that, you know, pregnancy, birth, and life beyond, you know, well, we're setting up our, our whole new lives. Mm-hmm. Aren't we? Setting up life with baby, or you know, if you're adding another baby to the family, and you know, your baby only has one birth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, as females, we remember our birth experiences for the rest of our lives, and while we can't control how you know the factors that that happen in our birth we can control the way that we respond the way that we feel and if we want to feel calm and relaxed and empowered then it changes the whole experience for ourselves our partners and our babies Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for someone that's done your course like if i was to have another baby would you suggest doing the course all over again would you do the short suite do you have a specific one for me or for anybody what I often do, Laura, is that um, people will contact me and say, hey, we're pregnant again, and we'd like to do a refresher. Mm-hmm. And what I love to do, and I mean, it's one of my favorite things to do is catch up with people who have done my course a few years ago, and we usually do this online or we do it in person, and we spend two and a half hours together, mm-hmm. and we go over, how was the last birth? What did you use from the last birth? What didn't you use? Mm-hmm. You know, what? Because you kind of got like idea when you're going to second pregnancy well I really liked this didn't mm-hmm. use that this mm-hmm. was it this cat has come up for me and we do a personalized tailor-made session and I usually make them a personalized recording for them about what they want and how how they want things to be to, for them to be able to listen to as well as having access to all of the course materials yeah. and usually that's how it works now someone could jump on online by the online course or they could just do it personalized and when you do do the course first time round, you get access to about 15 audio tracks. Mm-hmm. And I say, keep those forever. Mm-hmm. You know, use, so you've always got those. Mm-hmm. Um, if people have lost them, I just send them to them again. 
Um, so I do see a fair few people come back for a second time, but I know also there's a whole lot of people out there who don't need to, sadly, mm-hmm. and I, I miss out and see them again. <laughs> but they don't need to because what they've learned first time round is still there for them. They can go through their notes, they can go through the book, they can go through the audio tracks, and they're equipped mm-hmm. to be do it and I've often had emails from mum saying oh I met you 10 years ago and now I've had three children oh my and gosh. used the skills you know for all three births they didn't need to come back and see me yeah I would have loved to and then I've had couples that I've seen for all three um, pregnancies which has been really really nice to see how they've grown and changed and helped them through maybe any challenges along the way mm-hmm. um, for the for um, for those families, and I'm really sad that they've finished having babies because I probably won't. Won't see them again. I'm <laughs> <laughs> into them on the street somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. One of my girlfriends, she actually did um, hypnobirthing, but found it did not. She had a very traumatic birth, unfortunately. Do you have something in place for people like that that to help them through their next pregnancy? Great question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so with my, so I'm a qualified, um, certified clinical hypnotherapist as well. Mm-hmm. And so what I do have is, um, shall we say, a process to help people work through birth trauma. Mm-hmm. And that can be a really, really great idea for um, for those mums who've gone through birth and had a traumatic experience. There's actually a lot there for them to start to let go of the release to process and to help them prepare for next baby because the last thing you want for them is to be in that pregnancy tense worried and nervous and take that tense nervous worried fearful energy into the next birth mm-hmm. so yes absolutely if someone has any birth trauma please do get in touch mm-hmm. and we can help you work through that in a number of different ways and it's it's not a one-size-fits-all program. It's I would I totally do an individual-based thing for what what they need, what feelings and emotions are coming up for them, mm-hmm. and help them get on track for a different birth. And every birth is different, mm-hmm. and it, it's so amazing. I tell you what, that's that's just another. Um, oh, it's just incredible to be able to meet couples who have had a traumatic first birth experience and then to hear their second birth experience, which they were, that's so amazing and so uh, empowering for them. And they're just like, they're just tra- transformed. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a really, really incredible thing to be able to hear how they birth the next time round. After getting go of all the stuff that yeah. happened in the first time. Oh, that's so helpful. As um, you may have heard my friend Stacy when her birth story absolutely traumatic poor thing um and she she said to me you know it's almost like okay well that's really traumatic I got through that I can get through the next one but then trying to explain it doesn't need to be traumatic the next time so it's amazing you have those resources out there for people that possibly didn't have the best birth and to hopefully change that will make the next one much more positive And, and go into it free of fear, free mm-hmm. of tension, mm-hmm. um, free of the worry. And I have listened to her her story, and um, it breaks my heart hearing what women were put through during COVID. Yeah. Um, it actually doesn't break my heart, it makes my blood boil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have to kind of like, right, okay, 
just don't you know don't get too angry about this fight it makes me very very angry because it's it's rubbish mm-hmm. that no why why couldn't her partner have been with her right from the start mm-hmm. that is so traumatic in itself when you don't want to be alone and there you are you're locked into well shut into a room all on your own and, and then the, she she talked briefly mentioned about the other women that were around in her antenatal group and I just uh, just makes me so sad yeah so heartbroken for them because so much has been denied to them from Mm -hmm. it it really it boils down to fear Mm -hmm. there was fear in the system fear of you know of something happening and as a result these women are traumatized Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know that's just and so you know good on them they made changes they wrote letters and made changes and so that was really heartening to hear yeah but as a result, they're carrying around stuff, and you know, I love to help people let go of that stuff, let go of that baggage, mm-hmm. reprocess it, mm-hmm. so that they're not carrying that with them for the rest of their lives. And those are the traumatic experiences that can stay with us for yes. the rest of our lives, Definitely. unless we go through a process of releasing them. That's great that you have that. I think we are so privileged in New Zealand um, for gen- our processes generally are real. We're very privileged. So when I did hear her story and those other women's stories just takes us back years and years and years and into different countries you know we are yeah i'm so glad that she they all took the steps to make those changes oh. and you know Did women would that. never experience that hopefully in new zealand i do know in australia actually yeah similar processes are happening you don't hear about the traumatic experiences like stacy or her friends but um people being on their own in that first part of birth it's still happening in australia and it's horrendous it's so there's, sad yeah there's some horrendous stuff happening in all sorts of parts of the world mm. and we have been pretty lucky in new zealand uh, our system however at the moment is under a lot of pressure and yeah. yeah we we've had a great system in new zealand a really good system but it has some major flaws because the those midwives are just amazing what mm-hmm. they do mm-hmm. absolutely amazing there they are, they're, you know, they're going out of their way at all hours of the day and night to look after your well-being mentally, physically, and emotionally, and yet they get, they don't get well rewarded financially, mm-hmm. um, and they don't get treated well by the system, and yeah, they're doing such an important job, That's and it's not, it's, it's not well recognised, and at the moment they're all under a huge amount of pressure, the system is, is kind of falling down and I, I don't know what's going to happen there yeah but where all, all I think is well what I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help empower couples so that they actually you know have, have the tools that they need to be able to do as much as they can mm-hmm. and then well, that makes them more confident more calm more empowered and they're more likely to have much better birth outcomes and much better birth experiences therefore midwives are usually needed less midwives love couples who do hypnobirthing because <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not as needy or that they have so many more tools to work with and, and to use and there's so much karma so you know I think skills like this are going to just become more and more needed mm-hmm. um, as our our healthcare and our midwifery system goes through an evolution shall we say and mm-hmm. we you know we we, we want to keep it as good as it can be but it's changing for sure and my, I've got a good friend who's a midwife fully qualified and I said to her are you going into midwifery this year like are you fully qualified she said no I am not I I'm so passionate about it and I love it but 
she said to me, to be honest, there's no money in it. And it's just, I need to provide for my family. I'm going to be away from my son so much helping these women, which I want to do, but I want to be, there has to be some benefit there. Right. And so she's doing something else completely. Um, and it's just a sad reality for a lot of midwives. They, they don't, you know, or they're so stretched. They're so overworked there. Um, yeah, at the moment they're overworked because a yeah. lot of them did choose um, to leave with the mandates. Yeah. And um, we, you know, we just have to see what comes there. But the, the colleagues that were left are under huge amounts of pressure. And it's, oh, let's hope it's all temporary. I, that's what I hope is it's temporary. And I mean, everything does change. Everything mm-hmm. always changes. Yeah, for sure. You know, this too will pass is one of my kind of phrases that I go back to when when you're thinking about something like that this too will pass because it does yeah for sure well lastly helen where can all my followers find you and all your beautiful information and tell me about you where are you (laughs) okay so i'm you can find me Mm www.positivebirths.co.nz so you can just google positive births you can google helen positive births you can google helen hypnobirthing and I'll come up and um, on my website you will actually find heaps of resources so if you want to listen to lots of positive birth stories you'll find them there you'll read can read positive birth stories you'll find out lots of information there you can have a look at my book my book is called positive birth in New Zealand and that's quite a comprehensive book uh, with everything that you kind of need to know if you just want to dabble into it, if you just want to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can order that from my website as well, and that comes with a few audio tracks that you can start practicing with. Um, so, And I'm about to launch a podcast soon, so a lot of the birth stories that I'm, um, that I'm sharing in my podcast are available on my website. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just positivebirths.co.nz. Amazing. I'll make sure I link all your details below. But... Thank you so much, Helen. That was such a beautiful chat. And it was, again, such a privilege to have you on board. So thank you. Thank you, Laura. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> okay, just got to pause. As always, guys, I really appreciate you listening to this conversation. To stay up to date with me and what I'm up to, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, leave me a review, and follow me on Instagram at laundrywithlala. Can't wait to chat with you next time. See ya.